Hey, what's up, guys? It's Janessa, and I'm back with another new episode of Lip Whip Talk. I'm glad to be back. It's been a while. I know. I've just kind of had, um, like, a rut, a, I would say. I did try to record several videos um, before, and it just didn't work out. One of them didn't save, and I was super upset because that one was, like, 22 minutes. And then when I went to um, save it, like, to say that I was done... It just crashed on me. So um, I was a little bit discouraged and kind of just like, oh, you know, I don't know if I want to do it again, like for a while until I get like, you know, a better headset or something. But here I am just trying to record um, another new video for you guys or episode, whatever. Um, so a little life update. Um, I really have been in a work headspace lately. I did take a little bit of time off, you know, just to get things back in motion at the house, get, um, me and the kids back to normal, get the house back to normal, me and my wife back to normal. And of course, you know, um, have extra time to visit family and stuff. Um, it was super cool a few weeks ago. Um, if you follow me on social media, you would see that I did get the chance to take Burner and Stingy some more of Lip Whip's products and orders. So um, a few weeks ago, I did go to San Francisco um, with my wife and my kids. I know it was super fun because... We just were able to enjoy ourselves out there. Um, yes, we went for business purposes, but um, other than that, it was like a super easy business move, you know, it was just dropping things off or whatever. Um, so just after that, we just basically had a day full of fun. We went on um, the tour bus and that was something that I suggest people go to. So if you are, you know, anybody that listens, or if you guys do like to go to San Francisco or if you plan on going to San Francisco, definitely look into going on the big bus tours um we looked like online and it was actually cheaper if you go in person and book it with them because like you know they try to work out last minute deals just to sell tickets and stuff so it was amazing and the like if you just stay on it for two um like just to stay on and don't get off at other stops you get like two different like i think it's options you get to get off and um, pick up like where you left off different little stops in San Francisco or you can just stay on the bus the whole tour and that's two hours long super cool you get to go over the bridge on top like we sat on top so it was super windy my eyelashes were flying everywhere I thought they were gonna fly off <clears throat> excuse me um and then um, my sunglasses were flying it was a super fun time I came back home super dark I got sunburned all over my freaking like the tan line looked crazy because i was wearing um like a racer back halter top thing like a crop top and yeah it was just a crazy tan line a crazy burn line but it was fun i had a lot of fun and i enjoyed myself and i kind of feel like mentally your girl needed to get away and just have fun because it was amazing it really was like i just being out there, like I've said before, it's just like a, um, it does something to me. It just like gets me grounded. It gets my like mind right. It gets like everything just aligned. So I came back refreshed and ready. And then of course it's, you know, this past few days were like really busy days because it was uh, 4th of July. And then on the 3rd, we had something going on too. So I was just like super booked and super busy and super happy. So that's what I've been up to. I do want to give a shout out to two of my best friends who have really been there for me in the past um, few weeks. Um, and that would be Carla and my girl Natalie. You guys really have been um, 
solid and just constantly there for me whenever I needed any type of advice and I was having a hard day. Um, you guys really kept me going and I just really appreciate it and I love you girls and um, I thank Carla for putting me onto a new podcast. I will tag them um, in the comments or like in the what is it called? <laughs> Tag in the comments. I feel like I'm talking like a damn YouTuber. Um, but like put it in the little description so that way you guys can go check them out. They are a really um, sweet group of sisters. And I think, I believe there's three or four of them. And they have a podcast. And Carla mentioned me to them. And it just like opened a whole new door just to kind of like, you know, like new people in a different state and different um, views on things. But they're just super cool. So I'm excited to see where that's going to go as well. Natalie, I love you to death, girl. Can't wait to see you. Um, let me see what else. My wife, she's been amazing. She's been dealing with my craziness for the past um, few weeks extra too because I've just been, you know, just trying to get my mind right and get everything right. And I'm just learning to communicate better. So learning to communicate better also makes you dig down deep and like, bring up feelings and emotions and all that. And she's been doing great with handling them and working with me as a team. And that's been amazing, just being able to have better communicating skills and communication skills. Um, yeah, and like just being more open to understanding one another because we're two totally different people and we just work super, super great together. But then I'm a super big brat, so, you know, sometimes it's just... Me always picking at her, wanting to just kind of like ruffle her, fe her feathers, I guess, a little bit. But she deals with me, and I love her. So I love you, babe, if you're listening. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. So the topic that we were going, or that I was going to talk about was um, having daddy issues and baby daddy issues. So I feel... Like, there has to be a correlation usually between the two, right? Because if we grow up, if you guys know what daddy issues are, they are real. Not all of the, like, things that they say about them are real, but there's, like, you know, like, obviously not everybody is going to identify with every single symptom the same. Um, but, yeah, I feel like having daddy issues um, does or can't, um, like, it can't cause you to create, um, issues with the relationships that you choose for yourself later on down the road, meaning, like, with your baby daddy, um, you know, all of that stuff, I feel like that's the reason why I had such shitty, um, like, shitty choices in men in general. I honestly can't even name like, I'm not going to drop names because they don't deserve to have their names dropped. But um, I really don't think that I ever had a good choice in a partner or, like, a man that I was with. Like, ever. I really don't think that any of them were good choices. I think they were fucking shitty. Like, maybe not shitty people to that extent. But they were shitty partners. And I thought, you know what? Why was I... Like, I make myself sick sometimes thinking, like, that I ever even um dealt with that you know what I mean like I cannot believe that I ever dealt with shitty partners at such a young age you know like our moms growing up always tell us right like you don't need a boyfriend what do you know about love you're young you don't know this and what do we do we don't listen and I don't fucking know why 
Now that I'm an adult, I'm like, why the fuck didn't I just listen to my dad, like to my parents, to my mom? And I'm like, she was warning me, you know, like being young, you don't have like any business choosing a damn partner. Like, you know what I mean? Like we're barely even learning the um, ways of life, especially being like what? Like, when do you start really liking boys? Like, I don't know. I was bad. It was probably like seventh grade, eighth grade. And then like when you get older, you know, then you get your like the little relationships in high school. But looking back at it, I was like, why in the fuck was I even worried about that shit? Like, it's fucking pointless. You know, it's like, wow, I should have been focusing on everything else. Like, life was super easy, carefree. Like, what was I even doing? Um, You know what I mean? Choosing somebody like that. Like, I just, I don't know. And then, don't even get me started on the baby daddy that I chose. Oh, my gosh. Like, I just thought, why in the hell would I love him to get me pregnant and I just I don't know like I love my kids to death I'm so glad I have kids they I, they complete me and they're it's funny because like every single well, I have three girls so every single one of them is like me in a different stage of my life and just like looking at it is just always just like ah you know <laughs> like it's like super anxiety but um yeah I just I I am really upset because of course the father of my kids had to be like one of the um, worst people I've ever been with in my life and he honestly was the worst but I just think that you know when we grow up without a dad like I said it does affect us in that way um it could not everybody you know everyone's different but it could affect us in that way so some of the daddy issues like it says that they didn't form an attachment with their father figure it's used as an insult a lot for women who are sexually expressive or not conforming how you want in a relationship. Uh, this is when a father figure was absent, abusive, or neglectful. They did not have a positive male role model growing up. I did not have that at all. Except for my uncle, but you know what I mean? Like, growing up, like, me and him kind of, like, I love him to death, um, but we just kind of, like, separated, you know what I'm saying? So, like, in my... Like, around me, I really, I don't think that I had a good role model of a man. Um, let's see. Someone is repeating the same dynamic by seeking out relationships that are similar to a bad relationship with a father figure. Right there. And they have more anxious attachment style that leads to being anxious in relationships and needing a lot of reassurance. Right there. I'm super fucking needy. And I love attention from my partner. That's me right there. So, I don't know. Like, here are some signs. Um, I'm going to just say some signs. And I'm just reading basic, like, basic signs just off of the internet. You're interested in much older men. That was never me. I was always just my age. You are clingy, possessive, and protective. That's me. That's your attack. So, it's saying right here. So you're clingy, possessive, and protective. So it says that with that, like with growing up, like without your real dad or without a good relationship with the father figure or being attached, having that loving, um, touching, you know, like hugging and just being able to go somewhere with your dad. If you don't have that, it says that you also develop an anxious attachment style because of the relationship that you had with your caregivers as a child. So that would be me right there. I'm super, super clingy. I'm super possessive. And I'm very protective of my wife. Those things right there. Clingy, like I literally want her to be like up my butt all day long. But 
Also, give me freedom. It makes no sense. I understand. Um, possessive. Yep, I don't want any bitches talking to her that are aside a normal, positive relationship. And I'm protective. You know what I mean? I'm very protective. There's not one person that I allow. It doesn't matter if it's a friend or a family member. I don't let them yell at her. You got me fucked up if I'm going to sit there and just listen to you yell at my wife. Nope. Mm -mm. It doesn't end well. One time I hopped my garden fence. Sorry, I had to take a drink of my lip whip tea. Not sponsored. Just dropping it in. Um, but anyways, yeah, um, one time a neighbor yelled at my wife and I hopped my ass over my little tiny fence and I was like, I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to, but I know it's not my wife. That's me. You're, you consistently demand assurance of love. This right there. That's me. Number motherfucking one. So this is saying, if you grew up developing insecurities, you would consistently seek assurance from your partner about their feelings for you. You also tend to compare yourself with their exes. This can be suffocating for your partner, ladies. We cannot be doing that. We can't. Okay. Number four. Number four is me. I'm like walking daddy issues. Like that's me right there, I guess. You consistently attract abusive a partner. Abusive partners. I don't know how many motherfuckers that I've been with that felt the need to fucking put their fucking hands on me. And I think right now, and I'm like, hell no, I wish any of them would try to do that to me right now because I would lay them the fuck out. But literally, who the fuck are they to be putting their fucking hands on us? And this is for those ladies that are still stuck in an abusive relationship because if you're a first-time listener, you would know I was with um, my ex-husband for eight years and he abused me physically, sexually, mentally, verbally for seven out of those eight years. So there is hope, guys. Get the fuck out. If he hit you once, he's going to do it again. If he pushed you, it doesn't matter. If he called you a bitch, that's all signs of abuse. Get the fuck out. Leave their shelters. Message me. I'll fucking find you a shelter. I'll find you where to go. Get out. That's that's it. That's it. You got to get out. I'm not going to go too far into that because that will be another episode because, you know, I like to talk about stuff like that. Okay, so another one says, you seem to crave a lot of sex. That's me too. Um, I know it's super embarrassing, but a problem that I do have also is if I don't get it, even if it's for a day, I will throw a literal fit. Not like crying, I won't act crazy, but I am a bitch and I get super grouchy and then I think, oh my god, if you're not doing me, what are you doing? And I start like getting super in my fucking head and it's super sad that this is what it's stemming off of, like seriously. So it says... You think sex is the only way that you're able to keep your partner. You build your self-esteem through regular sexual interactions with them. That's me to a T. I feel like a guy if I'm not if I'm not getting nothing. Wanting to feel loved through sex is like using a band-aid to cover your wounds. Sex covers up your emotional wounds. You know that you are still struggling with attachment issues and you cover them to feel good about yourself. Okay? Number, another one, it says, you don't want to be alone. You're never single. That I really don't think is me because I was fine with being alone. Sometimes I literally didn't even want to be with the partner. And it's like, I've told you guys before and everybody else, um, if things do not work, like if me and my wife were to ever, ever separate, I would not even want to be in a relationship with again because I don't want to be in a relationship again. That's just, no, it's a no. 
So, and it says how to know if you have these daddy issues. So then you're just going to ask yourself. You may not have a clear answer. And then there's some questions right here. Did you grow up fatherless? Have you lived with an abusive father? And do you have a father figure who is unstable or emotionally detached? So those are just kind of a little bit of ways that you're able to kind of like see. There's types of daddy issues. There's anxious, preoccupied. There's dismissive and avoidant or fearful and avoidant. And yeah, you can just like read about it. But honestly, if you think about it, that does correlate to choosing a shitty partner. And ladies or guys, if you're listening, that's why it's super important, like growing up, why we're taught it's super important to choose the right person that you have kids with. Because this can all be avoided, right? Like to pass down all this generational trauma, all these issues that we have and that we deal with at night, you might grow up literally not even thinking about it. And then later on in life, it just happens and you're formed with all of these issues and insecurities and you're like, wait, 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 where did all this come from? And and it's just like, you find out, no, it's actually always been there, but we put it to the back of our minds. So with that being said, I'm going to share um, a little past trauma experience with you guys Um, since we said like how things and emotions and situations can just pop up, you know, randomly. Um, the other day, um, I was having nightmares about my um, ex-husband and stuff, and I thought, what the fuck is going on, you know? Because usually, I'm a real spiritual person, and whenever I have nightmares, he tries to contact me or whatever. Um, but this dream and this nightmare, for instance, was an actual situation that has happened to me, and I put it way in the back of my head. So it's super traumatic, and it's super triggering, just a trigger warning. Um, so I'm just going to kind of talk with you guys about it because this is a true, and it's like a deep example of what trauma can do to us, what, um, not processing our feelings can do to us and the effect that it can have on us like later on in life. So me and my ex-husband, we were separated at the time and this was about, I only had one daughter at the time. So I want to say This was maybe 2014, so she was like two years old, and we had separated. We were living together. We separated because I found out that he was cheating on me. I found out that while he was telling me he was working night shifts, he was actually sleeping over at her house. I was really stupid. I was really gullible. Um, I don't even, I guess I was, you know, like when you're with somebody, you just lose yourself. So I was pretty lost at that point. I didn't really know the signs and I just didn't think because he was super ugly guys and I know that's super shallow to say but I didn't think he was gonna do (laughs) I didn't think he was gonna do me wrong but he fucking did and um so anyways moving forward he um one day yeah we separated so sorry I had like a little brain fart a little smoker's brain um so yeah I was living at my grandma's house and he was still living with um I don't even know who he was living with at the time. And we were totally separated. I had a guy friend who was my friend for about six years before before I even met him. So I probably knew him for like eight years at that time. He came over and, you know, we were just hanging out. Nothing was going on like that. I'm a grown-ass woman, so I would say that in this damn message. 
or um, this damn podcast, but no, nothing was going on like that. We were just smoking outside in the backyard, hanging out, and then he was going to like, you know, he's like, oh, let's eat something. So we're like, all right, I was making some food, and we we're just hanging the fuck out. And I was super young. I think at this point in time, I was probably like 21 years old. And, you know, like I said, I was single. And this motherfucker, my ex-husband, broke into my grandma's house. And I don't even remember how he broke into her house because he did not have a key. He broke in. And once I heard him coming in, I told my friend to fucking hide. I'm like, hey, hide. And he knows my kid's dad. He knows how crazy he is. And, um... He's like, fuck, fuck, where do I hide? So he runs into um, one of the rooms in the house, and he hides in the closet. So um, at the time, I was just like, fuck, you know, like, what am I going to do? I was super um, scared at that point in time, and it just sucked, like I said, because this guy was an actual family friend for a long time. Um, You know, he knew my brothers. We would always go and play at the park. Like, it was a literal fucking friend. And um, I just remember that he... Um, my ex-husband was looking in all the rooms and then I remember he opened the fucking closet to the last room and he fucking seen him in there. He ends up hitting this guy in the head with a iron and then he breaks a photo frame over his fucking head and this is all going on in a room. My daughter is there at the time and it was super traumatic and mind you, Like I said, I had forgotten all about this situation until the other day. I relived this situation in my dreams. And um, super traumatic for my daughter. Um, You know, she's just running around, just crying. I'm crying. And and then it gets worse, guys. It literally gets... This is where it's triggering. Uh, He had the nerve to literally strip my clothes off in front of this guy. And I, I was mortified at this point in time. Um, I was very insecure in my body. I had gained a lot of weight after high school. I just had a baby and I was very insecure and he was ripping my fucking clothes off in front of another man. And that was my friend. And it was awful. It was disgusting. I can't believe that I lived that I can't believe that I put up with that I can't believe that I didn't call the cops um and then he continued to hit me in front of my friend and who was forcing him to look at me and I just can't believe it I can't believe that that was anything that I had to go through and witness and be a part of and it really triggered me the other day and it caused me to kind of like spiral down into like a depression um and to where I said you know what no I need to mention this to my wife so having to open up about that story and tell her it was very emotional I was crying but now I'm able to sit here and tell you guys and not cry about it and just think wow i really lived through something so traumatic and my brain just put that way in the back and i literally didn't heal from it i didn't um process it until recently you know and who knows how many like i said that was in 
2012, uh, no, 2014. So that was a long time ago and I'm just now processing it. And I felt like once I was able to share that with my wife, it healed me inside because I was able to tell my story. I was able to realize that that's not okay and that I lived through such a traumatic experience. And, you know, just once I told her, it just w like lifted a huge weight off of my shoulders that I didn't even know I was carrying because of this trauma. And it's just, it's super humbling just to be able to tell you guys this without crying, without, um, you know, there was times right now when I was telling you guys that I would get a little bit of anxiety and just like forget a part or just pause. But, you know, that's just how I process things. Um, but you guys, like, we really need to learn that it's okay to, you know, open up to others and tell them things that, you know, we we don't want to share. But sometimes just mentioning it or getting, you know, getting it out, it does a lot for us inside. And that was just something that I was like, wow, you know, like, I know damn well I'm not the only one who's gone through these awful, disgusting things and is you know, suffering from having these stupid daddy issues that who the fuck, like, no, you know what I mean? Like just not having a consistent fucking dad figure in my life really did fuck me up because I was always seeking fucking lo that love from other sources that didn't even deserve my, my words, like to talk to them, let alone, you know, you know, ever giving your body to somebody that didn't deserve you, you know, like, that's just, I don't know, like, it's just, as we get older, or as we heal, as we go on our spiritual healing journey, and, um, you know, just working through all of the little ugly cracks that we have in our heart, it's just like, wow, like, none of these people deserved me, they didn't deserve my love, and it wasn't my fault, it was them, there was no issue there, you know, and just learning to love myself more has brought, um, like a huge different light on what love is, you know, I'm able to love my kids better. I'm able to love my wife better. I'm able to love my family and my friends better. And, um, it's just been, it's been crazy. It's just been a few crazy, like weeks opening up to that and healing myself a little bit more. And it's been, it's been good. You know, it's not easy. Like when we, um, a lot of people, they'll ask me, I even have clients like, you know, when I have my clients here, it's like a therapy session, not just for them, but for me. And they're like, how do you even do that? How do you, even, how can you even um, be here? And how are you able to tell me these stories, like all the things you've been through? And I'm like, you guys, it's a healing journey. Every time I'm able to like even talk about it or speak or even help somebody get out of a, rela a fucked up relationship or a fucked up situation, I'm like, that's what I like get happiness from and knowing they're just telling my story it helps people and today I just feel like that message needed to be said for somebody like I just feel like a lot of my friends and like listeners they do struggle with a lot of the same things that I go through and I'm like you know what you guys got to keep your head up you got to get the fuck out of an abusive situation guys get abused too guys so if I do have several guy listeners if it's you that's getting abused and you don't want to take her shit no more, then fucking leave, you know? You don't need to deal with them either. And, um, you know what I mean? Call the cops. Fuck them. Call the cops. They need to be, they need to learn that lesson with putting fucking hands on somebody. That's not okay. And I just hope that you guys like today's message. I know it was a little bit crazy. It was a little bit like, 
whoa, it was all around. I'm not going to edit the videos. I don't got time for that. So I hope this was a good episode for you guys to listen to. And yeah, like I said, I just feel like there's some girls or guys that need help with learning to find themselves again, learning to know the steps to get out. Like I said, um, if that's you, if you need help getting out, you need further like um, resources or referrals, then you let me know because um, I did go to school for that. So I can help you guys out. Um, and with that being said, I will see you guys or speak to you guys next time. I hope you have a good weekend. It is Saturday, so enjoy. Make sure that you relax. Smoke something good, eat something good, and drink something good. And make sure to take care of yourself. Bye.